Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, I still don't have a mic, so I'm having to record from home. I've been using a, a buddy's mic, so bear with me for the next couple of days. Hopefully, I have a mic by the end of the week. But this has been an episode, Derek, that we've been anticipating. We didn't know when it would come, but it all came out, all of it, on Sunday. I mean, it, all of it, everything. Yeah, got to give credit to, to Matt Jones. He um, broke the story and also probably expedited when we would find everything out. Um, obviously, the news by now, if you're listening to this, most likely you've heard Will Levis, the Penn State transfer, has won the quarterback competition. Um, to my knowledge, it is the quickest quarterback resolution in terms of an open competition of the Mark Stoops era. We're still 20 days out from uh, the first game, and I think the the – Next most recent, I guess you want to phrase it that way, was Patrick Tolles when he was back in 2014, and I think that was 12 days out. So you're talking about a whole week before. Um, very much smell, Sean, like they knew this was the way they were going, and they just needed that one scrimmage to kind of confirm it. So here we are. Um, Will Levis, who we have sat on this podcast all along since he transferred to Kentucky. We thought he'd be the quarterback. <laughs> Excuse me. And he is. So... I don't know. Uh, from that regard, Sean, I'm most happy that there's not going to be another two-week stretch here where this thing kind of lingers. I mean, we know who it's going to be now. It's out there official. And uh, as, as a fan base, as a team, everybody can, can rally around Will Levis as QB1. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think this is a good thing, honestly. And you and I have had a lot of discussions about this before we even started interviews with the with the team and stuff a couple of weeks ago. But I remember on media day, me asking you, and I know I've mentioned on this podcast, is it better for this to be competitive or someone to just be the clear cut go-to guy, Derek? And honestly, you want competition, but I think it was so important for them to have a guy that just stood out. And, and we know, I mean, Bo Allen's a good quarterback. We know that his credentials coming into Kentucky, Joey Gatewood, his credentials coming into Kentucky. It's not like that there's guys on this roster that aren't capable of getting it done. I just think that this really screams the potential that Will Levis has, that he did this so early without getting a spring, and after one week of camp, he's the clear-cut winner of this job. Yeah, I would encourage people to go either find video of Mark Stoops' Zoom press conference tonight, or, or um, I'm sure someone will post it. You can find it somewhere. It was streamed live on UK's uh, football's Facebook page, so you can probably just replay it. Because sometimes the way people say things comes across a little bit more clear than just reading it. I mean, obviously, it's the case anyway. You probably don't have to have this as reassurance. But, like, Stoops' tone, I mean, this was a very easy decision, basically. I mean, this was – someone asked him if it was a relief, and he said it wasn't a relief. He was – you know, he had clarity. that You know, this is the best move to make. He said a few times it was clear. Um, so, there's really – I mean – when he was talking about having the dialogue with Liam Cohen after practices and things like that, I mean, this is just where this thing was going. And uh, he felt like that was best to go ahead and name it now, uh, not only for the team, but, you know, for the other quarterbacks as well, which we'll get into. Um, but just going back to that open practice, Sean, and this was what, two hours, you know, two hours of a of however many hours they're going to put into camp. I don't want to speak ill of Gatewood because it's not that at all. It's just with him – watching that day and again it was early in camp but and even when he played in the game too we can go back to the georgia game there's just nothing that like stands out about gatewood that just really catches your eye i'm not saying he's back or uh, sorry i'm not saying he's bad a bad quarterback 
when you watch Levis, though, you, you could just tell the potential. If he puts it all together, I mean, you're talking about, and I, I mean this, I, mean, I think you're talking about a potential NFL quarterback. Yeah. He has the size, he's got the arm strength, he's got the quick release, he's got everything if he can just put it together and produce. And that's the big if. I mean, because physically there's there's no denying his I, – I, I'll stand by it. I think he's the most physically gifted quarterback they've had under Stoops. But, you know, that doesn't mean he's going to be any more productive than the other guys who have come through here and struggle. So, I mean, uh, that part of it he still has to put together. But more than in past years with Terry Wilson, with Steven Johnson – to some extent, even Drew Barker, just because we didn't get to see a ton of him, like I think there are real things to dream on with Will Levis and what he can do in this offense. Hundred percent agree with you. Uh, that's that's exactly how I feel about it. That's exactly how I see it as well. And 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 you're right. We're we're not not. It's not a knock on Gatewood. I think that. But I'll also say this too, Derek. I think if if Mark Stoops had not made a change at offensive coordinator. I think Bo Allen would be the guy getting the starting quarterback job right now at Kentucky. I really do. I think that that was something that we felt like a year ago, and then Will Levis enters the picture, and it's kind of – I mean, he's been the guy pretty much since the day that he transferred to Kentucky. It was just about getting on campus, and all those things that they saw on film, that Liam Cohen saw on film, it was just can he do it on the football field? And we were able to see that. And we didn't get a huge – amount of snaps and and a great look at those guys last week. They were on one side of the field doing drills for over an hour, but we got enough in that window to know that that day, if someone beat him, it was going to be a really good thing for Kentucky because he was clearly that good that day. Yeah. And uh, I put some insider notes up yesterday um, at catsballs.com had a source there yesterday at the scrimmage, you know, first thing, is Levis and, and Stoop said it tonight, but I posted it yesterday. But you know, Levis's first throw in the stadium's a long touchdown pass to to Wondell Robinson. I mean, it was just maybe meant to be. Um, but more, I, I would say, in, in the previous quarterback competitions, most notably, I'd say the most recent one with Hoke and and Wilson. I mean, I, pretty obvious now at this point. I think it went so far just because of. No one. It took it took that long basically to have separation. So this will be good for us to remember the next time there's a there's a competition at UK. Whether who knows? I mean, it seems like we have them yearly, honestly. But maybe that won't be the case this year with with Levis having multiple years. Um, just down the road, whenever there's another quarterback competition again, we can look back on this and say, you know, when they make the decision, it's when they truly feel like someone has earned it. And I think that says a lot about Levis because you could probably make the argument given the credentials of the other guys, like you were talking about, this this should have been a more competitive quarterback competition than Terry Wilson and Gunnar Hoke. It probably should have been a more tough comp, you know, competition between uh, – Barker really wasn't in a QB competition in 2016. So, I mean, Steven Johnson was kind of a godsend, honestly, to be able to get that kid when they did. And he ended up saving probably a lot of their jobs, to be honest. Um, but – to me, that's what stands out the most is just I wondered how long they would let this thing go and that they've decided already that they have no doubt that um, Levis is the guy. I think that's a really good sign for Kentucky's offense. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It is, and and I think there would have been a little bit more competition there if Bo had maybe one more year under his belt another year in the program or something like that, maybe some more size and strength on his frame, maybe. But well, maybe you don't even go get a transfer quarterback if that's the case, you know, but I do think they saw it uh, as a – I mean, they saw an opening for someone to come in. and You can go back. I mean, I think we've said it. We've been pretty consistent on this podcast that we thought Will Levis would be the quarterback, and that's just because that's that was pretty much the word out of, you know, the facility over there. For pretty much anyone who would listen, you know, Levis, it was going to take a lot, either him not being good at all in fall camp or or maybe, which, you know, you wouldn't expect this at all with the kid, but for whatever reason, if he was a bad teammate of some sort, like it would have taken something kind of dramatic like that, I think, to cost him the job. Um, our friend Kalen Harris, I want to bring this up, Sean, as we transition. I know we're going to talk about the backups because there was you know quite a bit of news from that as well. I wanted to get your take on this because it's pretty relevant to what Stoops announced. But Kalen um, tweeted out, and, of course, he's been on the show a few times, used to host the Cat Scan podcast. He said, I think the staff wanted to see enough from Bo to feel good about things if Gatewood decides to transfer. Now, he, he tweeted this before the Stoops press conference. But he said they saw enough, and then some of the first couple of weeks, including the scrimmage, you go ahead and make it official. But make no mistake, it was always Levis. I think he probably hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah, absolutely. You want to feel comfortable about what's behind Will just in case Kentucky has something that's happened the last few years or in, in the past with an injury. You want to know that your number two guy is good enough to win you football games as well. And and the thing – and it's unfortunate for Joey Gatewood. Joey Gatewood transferred to Kentucky hoping this would be the landing spot to be a power five quarterback. It, it just didn't – it's not worked out to this point. And, and let's, let's transition into that decision too, Derek, before – I'm sure we'll touch some more on Levis and everything, but – here with Gatewood, what we don't really know how the NCAA handles this. They put a July 1st deadline in place for fall and winter sports to go into the transfer portal. He has already transferred once and gotten a waiver. I don't know. Does, does that still apply under the one-time transfer rule? Is that Or is that for everything that's happened after that rule is in place? Do, does everyone have the option to still transfer one time? I don't, I don't know how you handle yeah. situations. I got no idea. I feel like, just me personally, I think – Joey's sad enough. I think he's probably going to transfer down a level. I could see him going to an FCS school that maybe needs a quarterback and um, giving it a shot there. I, I feel like that's – Juco's not really the – I don't think you're going to see a lot of guys go Juco route anymore. Um, I would guarantee there's an FCS program out there somewhere who would certainly welcome a two-time you know, SEC quarterback. Who, I mean, he played at two schools. Um but that might be telling too, Sean, as to why I think he might want to go FCS. I mean, Auburn, he ran into a situation where you, you could reasonably say that 
and I'm not saying this is true, but you could you could look at the situation and say Bo Nix was, was an Auburn legacy. His dad was a very popular quarterback there. He was committed to Auburn for a long time. I mean, it was like he was destined to play quarterback at Auburn. And he was a five-star quarterback. You can kind of look at it and say, you know what, maybe there were some other reasons past his talent as to why he got this job. Joey coming here, I think he caught a bad break with the offense changing because I do think he was a better fit um, for what Kentucky was going to do under Eddie Grant. I mean, if they would have kept a lot of that quarterback run going, I think he probably would have been a decent fit. As it is now, with another offensive change, I I certainly think he was probably going to be going. I I asked someone that yesterday, actually. I was like, I said, I'm really curious to see if Will Levis gets hurt, who would be the who would be the next quarterback out there. And I think today's sign was telling that it was going to be Bo Allen. Yeah, I mean, we've we've said all along that Bo Allen. We thought Bo Allen's the future of the program, and that's kind of the the signal that was made today. And you mentioned how if, if Will would have been a bad teammate, this wouldn't have all made as much sense. But you go to his TikTok and you see the people that he spent time with. He's he's in TikToks with Josh Ali. He's in TikToks with Bo Allen. He's gone golfing with John Young. I mean, it's clear across the roster. It doesn't matter what level or string these guys are, Derek. This is a guy that, to me, just the, the time that we've been around him, which was at media day, he has a confidence about him that just – it just comes off of him. I mean, it's it's evident that he has confidence. You go to his TikTok, and that's all he has. I mean, I sent you the thing today. He's sitting there eating, eating a banana, and it's not just the banana. It's the whole banana. <laughs> and he looks so confident doing it. Uh, I hadn't seen that. Um, he felt like the quarterback at media day. I mean, that only goes so far. You know what I mean? I think talking to him and – um Talking to the other guys, too, it, it's hard to describe, I guess, but you just got that feeling being around him that he was, you know, going to be the guy. He was coming here to be the quarterback at Kentucky. And um, hats off to him. He's quickly done it. But um, I guess, Sean, we can wrap up with the acknowledgement that Kentucky has had a very difficult time getting through the season with just one quarterback in the past. Doesn't mean that'll be the case this year. With this news that you know Gatewood most likely will not be around, how does that how does that make you feel in an event that Levis were to suffer some early? You know, similar to what happened to Terry, second game of the year, out for the season. How would how would you feel with with Bo Allen or next Galzo or, or Kaya Sharon? Kentucky has a really good ground game. We we know that they <laughs> no, and, I'm, and I'm, I've got more to add to that. Kentucky has a really good ground game that they can lean on. We know that these running backs, this offensive line, it's going to be able to move the chains. But I think when it ta- when we're talking arm talent, we know what Bo Allen can do at this point. We've we've heard the things. We saw the throws that he made in that open practice. I, I still think that it would be an improvement in the passing offense from anyone that they've had the last few years. I, I mean, from a young standpoint, decision-making, maybe, but I just think with the weapons that they have that it wouldn't they wouldn't reach their potential that I think that they're going to reach with Levis. But I don't think that it would just be fatal if something did happen. I still think that they could be a, a good football team defensively and offensively. I still think that, that Bo could make some of those throws, but it certainly would. I would knock two wins off of what I think, maybe three. But, I, but I'm thinking they could win nine games, though, Derek. So I'm still talking – six and six or seven win team if something were to happen earlier in the year. I think Bo is plenty capable. I do too. Um, 
what I'm excited at this point to kind of see what Levis has. I mean, he, he's just the kind of quarterback. I think the hope for him is that you take what you saw at Penn State. Um, he didn't didn't really have an opportunity to play a lot of full games. You hope that having this time to prepare as a starting quarterback, truly for the first time in his career, where he goes into a season as a starting quarterback, you hope that you take that aspect, combine it with being in an offense that should suit him a little bit better, uh, and you hope that it clicks for him. You hope that hearing that voice from Liam Cohen is what he needs to kind of reach that potential. And if he can do all of that and um, – you know, it's a low bar when I talk about these things. Like, it, it shouldn't take much to be the best quarterback of the Stoops era. And I, I think he absolutely has all the potential to be that. He does. And uh, the face of your program, Liam Cohen said it at the UK football luncheon. Your quarterback needs to be – was it the was it the luncheon he said that or was it media day? I can't remember. It was media day, yeah. Media day, okay. <laughs> Those things are so close together. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he says the, the quarterback needs to be the face of your program. And just from what we're seeing right now on social media – I think Will Levis has the capability to be the face of this program. Now we just want to see what it looks like on the field. It remains to be seen, Derek. What happens when that kickoff on Saturday, September 4th? What happens? We don't know. It remains to be seen. But I think Kentucky's in a position that everyone in that locker room, I think, knows now, obviously, who the guy is. I think they've probably known all week who that guy was going to be. And now you can kind of gear up that questions behind Mark Stoops now, that questions behind Will Levis. Everyone in that locker room can now start preparing for game one and to be ready. And now we just turn our attention to some some other areas of the depth chart that we're going to be paying attention to. And uh, we're going to talk all about that this week. I know SEC Mike is going to join us on Monday for an episode. We already have mailbag questions coming in as well. Let's move that episode to Tuesday. That way we can get some questions in. Now that the quarterback stuff has been set, let's let a, let's give a day or so to get some questions in there. Uh, so be sure to send us your mailbag questions. You can send them to me. You can send them to Derek. I'll put a tweet up tonight. But he's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.